Hello everyone, my name is Rick, Rick van Bruggen from Neo4j, and here I am again recording another episode for our Grafistania podcast. And today I have one of my uh, dear colleagues on the other side of this uh, Google Hangout again, and that's uh, Michael Simons from uh, Neo4j Engineering. Hi Michael. Hi Rick. Hey, good to have you on the podcast. Thank you for, for joining me. Likewise, and thank you for the opportunity to be on your podcast. Fantastic. Hey, Michael, we can talk about bikes all day long, but that's not what we're going to do today. <laughs> uh, we, um, <laughs> we shall do that at, uh, over a beer sometime. But um, today we're going to talk a little bit about your, you and your work uh, with Neo4j. But maybe before we do that, what, would you mind introducing yourself a little bit to our listeners? Uh, who are you? What do you do? And what's your relationship to the wonderful world of graphs? Okay. Um, yes, uh, my name is Michael Simons. I live in Aachen, which is in Germany, near the Dutch and Belgian borders. And um, as you mentioned, I like bikes a lot um, and I ride them a lot. But if I don't do this, I work for Neo4j Engineering. I'm in the Spring Data Neo4j and uh, Neo4j OGM team, um, where I mainly work with Java at the moment. And I'm uh, also the author of a German book about Spring Boot, which uh, got published earlier this year. I'm a Java champion for the better half of this year. And yeah, that's about me. Fantastic. So there's a lot of um, acronyms there. Just another vague acronym. That's what Java stands for, right? <laughs> um, would you mind telling us a little bit about you know, what, what is the OGM? What is Spring? What is Spring Boot? You know, just a quick summary for people that don't know that yet. I'd love to. Um, uh, Spring Boot is one main entry point into the lovely world of the Spring ecosystem. Um, Spring is a framework centered around um, writing Java applications and Spring Boot helps people to get started uh, with writing Spring applications in a very friendly and open way. Um, those things are not from Neo4j. Uh, Spring and Spring Boot are pivotal projects. The one acronym that is from Neo4j is uh, Neo4j OGM, and OGM stands for Object Graph Mapper, and it's a um, um, library we provide to get um, data from your graph into your Java applications mapped as Java objects. On top of a little bit similar to you know like the object relational mappers that we've known from the past uh, does it have any similarities with that exactly that's pretty much on the same level uh, if you work with a relational database you usually have a driver which connects your application to it in that case it's a jdbc driver and on top of that sits something like jpa or hibernate and in taking this to the world of graphs we have uh, the Bolt driver for connecting to a, a Neo4j instance, and on top of that sits our object graph mapper. Hey, uh, Michael, in the past we also had something called Spring Data Neo4j. Is that is that is that still around, or what is that then? Absolutely, uh, Spring Data Neo4j is by far not a thing of the past. Um, Spring Data is a is an idea of um, modeling your application's data uh, around the idea of uh, domain-driven design, which is nearly 15 years old. 
and it contains concept like a repository where you can draw things out and work on them. And Spring Data Neo4j is one implementation of a Spring Data module. And Spring Data Neo4j is based on our object mapper. So uh, okay. putting things together, you can use uh, Spring Boot to bootstrap your application. You bring in Spring Data Neo4j and with it um, our object graph mapper and build applications in the Java ecosystem with in a very easy way for developers and in such a way that it um, mirrors your business domain. Interesting. So, and, and that means that, you know, we are kind of long, long, far away from the old, old, old way of, you know, embedding Neo4j into your Java application. It's completely different now, right? You you have a, a much more cleaner separation of the different layers, if I understand correctly. That would be our long-term goal to having our graph database not running into our application itself, but connecting it over a driver. But uh, we still can run an embedded Neo4j instance, also with Spring Data Neo4j. Okay, all right. But not more preferred way of, uh, of running things. Understood. So, Michael, maybe I can ask you a little bit about, you know, why you got into all of this and then and, and how you got into it. And, and, and maybe you can explain to us a little bit, you know, what's what's the attraction for you and and and, and why you think this is a, a relevant thing to do for our uh, software profession okay yeah uh, things in life uh, tend to have interesting ways uh, if you look up my name on the internet and uh, on which, which talks i've given you find talks on sql and um, relational databases and i have always said i'm a sql guy um, but my first interaction with uh, Neo4j was actually with a tool called JQ Assistant. JQ Assistant is a big Mahler and uh, his crew. Exactly. And okay. One of my my things I like to work on is with software architecture, and I've written a little book about uh, documenting software architecture, and it's written in ASCII doc and I wanted to document the architecture of a simple Spring Boot op application obviously and uh, I stumbled across JQ Assistant and I so liked the fact that I could model my rules how my architecture should be in a way that's very readable through cipher queries and also include them in my uh, documentation and in the long run in my book yeah, that, that was just fun to do. That was my first interaction with uh, Neo4j by proxy, in this case, by JQ Assistant. And then there was a year or two nothing. And uh, at one point in time, I got into a um, conversation with Michael Hunger. About it's the always Michael Hunger. It's <laughs> all... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, Johannes Unterstein also talking about Michael Hunger yes. in this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, things led to another, and uh, in the end, I found it highly attractive to work with um, technology 
I didn't know much about, which is graph databases. And together with the technology I know very much about, which is Spring and Spring Data. And here I am working on uh, Spring Data, Neo4j and Neo4j. That sounds like such a cool match. <laughs> it's on the one hand, I, I have the opportunity to bring in um, a lot of knowledge regarding Spring. And on the one hand, I learned so many things. That's great to hear. And is you know what what are like the big things that you've been working on? What are like the big uh, improvement areas where where you've been focusing your attention uh, lately? Okay, I've I've been now with Neo for at this point of recording like three and a half months. I've made my way through the object graph mapper and the Spring Data module, and um, my main focus in these months was to get a hold uh, of of the code base and to just learn things without uh, um, um, too much um, um, distractions. And stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for the right word uh, to. I don't want to judge things. I don't. I just wanted to learn about them, how things are run in this module, and um, together with my fine colleague Garrett Meyer, uh, we managed to get a nice release out uh, just two weeks ago and um, did a lot of bug fixes and uh, also had some small new features into it mm -hmm. and in the long run uh, we have several things on our roadmap uh, one of those is um, reactive programming from Spring Data Neo4j um, reactive programming is uh, not an acronym but a concept which is maybe new to some people. Um, this is about uh, non-blocking and asynchronous programming flow and that's one of our priorities the next month. Wow, very cool, very cool. So, so yeah, you've, we've already started talking about it and, you know, what does the future hold, Michael? You know, where, where, where is this going? Uh, I mean, future-wise, but also maybe we can take a step back and, and, and take a look at uh, the rest of the industry, you know, and uh, well, how do you look at that? Oh, wow, that's a, that's a tough question. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't tell you that this was going to be easy, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, from a personal perspective, um, the next month I'm, uh, I'm going to take my SQL talks and uh, I'm gonna develop a talk where I take some of the queries I've done in SQL and uh, try to model new queries based on them, but only in Cyphant against the graph database so that I can um, better judge when to use some analytical SQL functions and when to use some of those many, many possibilities that I can run on a Cypher model uh, or on a graph database model. Um, is my personal future for the next two or three months um, and our industry in the long run I think microservices are still a topic um, and modeling our architecture not on the on the small things like how do I write code how do I organize classes but how do I bring all these services together that would be it, it's a really, really important topic. I, I 
did work. Is that like service orchestration and stuff like that? Or orchestration or... is one thing, service deployment is another. Um, dealing with stuff like Kubernetes and everything which is connected to it, um, multi-cloud scenarios, whatnot. There's a lot of moving parts there. Yes. Uh, That'll be fun. And about uh, and probably there's some bike riding in there somewhere as well. <laughs> I hope so. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll see each other on the on the road somewhere. Yeah. Um, Michael, thank you so much for, for taking the time and, 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 and talking to me about this. We will put some links to, to your book and, and, and some of your projects um, in the transcription of the podcast, obviously. And uh, I look forward to, uh, to uh, seeing many more happy releases in the next couple of months. <laughs> thank you so much, Rick, for this kind opportunity and your kind words during the podcast. And um, I'm looking forward to the, to the next months and years working Wilson for Neo4j. Thank you. Fantastic. Talk to you soon, Michael. Have a good one. Yeah, you too, Rick. Bye. Bye.